Welcome to the Everyday Conversion Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Sievercrop, and I am just like you. I'm busy with work, family, kids, church, and a million other responsibilities. And honestly, some days I miss my personal scripture study and prayers. And some days we as a family miss our scripture study and prayer. But I'm trying. So if you're not perfect in living the restored gospel of Jesus Christ, but you're trying, well, get along great, and this is the place for you. Five days a week, I'll share a brief episode, often based on the Come Follow Me curriculum for that week, that I'm using to have daily conversations with my kids, whether we're on our way to school or on our way home or if it's real quick before dinner. And you're welcome to use them to do the same with your family or your personal study. Just know that the views and opinions I share are mine alone and do not represent the official doctrine and viewpoint of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now let's jump right in with today's episode. So I've always had kind of a special place in my heart for President Russell M. Russell Ballard. You know, he came and spoke uh, when I was on my mission in the New York Utica Mission. So I had the chance to shake his hand and, and to interact with him for a second. Um, incidentally, one of the, the things that I remember most about him is how soft his hands were. So I, I don't know what that means, but I just remember thinking, he has very soft hands. But he was also my mission president's mission president. So President Mullen, my mission president, his mission president was Elder Ballard, President Ballard at the time, President Ballard again now. So for that reason, and probably more so because he references scriptures from this week's reading, we're going to review his talk from the April 2019 General Conference titled, The True, Pure, and Simple Gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, before we get into uh, actually reviewing his talk, I do have to say we may be moving this segment to Tuesdays um, because I had a suggestion for a name of this segment. You know, a few a week or so back, I asked for suggestions on what we could call this segment where we review conference talks. And I said that it didn't necessarily have to be on Friday still. If there was a, a name or something that worked for another day, then we I would be open to moving it. So I have one. I'm not ready to tell you what it is yet, but one of our listeners um, who, you know, his first initial is D and it ends in Ann, uh, gave me a really cool name. So we may be using that. We may not. I'm still kind of toying with it to see if I really, really like it or not. I, I mean, I really like it. I just don't, I'm just not a hundred percent sure that's what I want to use. Um, but it is pretty cool. So if you have any suggestions, please give them to me as well. Now, the first thing I want to share is right at the beginning of President Ballard's talk, he shares or he makes a comment about his current calling. And it reminded me of a story from my mission when he was in our mission and something he said to us. So I'm going to read this and then I'll tell you the story. He says, unlike my previous callings, which included future releases, my release from my calling to the 12 is not the best option right now. However, I pray that day will come only after I have finished all the Lord has called me to do. So obviously he's talking about the fact that he's going to be in that calling until he passes away, until he moves on to the next portion of his eternal progression. 
And I remember him speaking to us on our mission. And he looked at us and he said something to the extent of elders, if I can't, if I can't get out of this calling, um, even when I die, then you certainly can't get out of your calling to be a missionary when you're released at the end of your service. You will always be a missionary or something like that. And so it made me laugh as I heard him say this in this general conference talk because I remembered him making a, a similar comment about how we were all missionaries and we would always be missionaries. And if he couldn't get released even when he died, then we couldn't get released when we went home and we would still be missionaries. So that always made me made me chuckle uh, when I heard him say that. So um, the first thing I wanted to share is a comment President or one of the one of the statements from President Ballard's talk that tied back to something in this week's reading. And this is one of the reasons that I picked this talk because it ties in very well. He says, and he had just finished quoting uh, Joseph F. Smith and Joseph Smith and Hiram Smith. And he says, the best ways for us to see the spiritual purposes of the church are to live the true, pure, and simple teachings of Christ and also to apply the Savior's two great commandments. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And of course, that is a reference to Matthew chapter 21, verses 36 through 40, where the Pharisees came to the Savior, and they said, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? And it says, Jesus said unto them, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. And we could say that the same could be said. I mean, we could say it is true that the same applies today. On these two commandments hang everything we do in the gospel. Everything. And the and elder, or elder, see, I'm going to use to call him president now. President Ballard talks about that throughout this talk. And I highly recommend you read the entire talk. You can get it, get a link to it. Um, I'll make it super easy for you at everydayconversion.com forward slash 063. You can get the link to it. And he talks about the ways that all of the things in the gospel tie back to these two commandments. He talks about how um, Sunday worship does. He talks about how ministering does. You know, he talks about all of these things and lays it out, how they apply to these two great commandments. So one of the things that he mentioned or he quotes before is just how simple the gospel is. You know, this true, true, pure, and simple gospel um, phrase comes from Joseph F. Smith. He quotes President Smith when he says, "The true." this is the President Smith quote, the true, pure, simple gospel of Jesus Christ has been restored. We are responsible for maintaining it upon the earth. Then he says he added that the true, pure, and simple gospel is the, quote, saving doctrines of Christ. And then he talks about the first principles and ordinances of the gospel, and he says that uh, Hiram Smith taught, um, quote, preach them over and over again, you will find that day after day, new ideas and additional light concerning them will be revealed to you. You can enlarge upon them You can to comprehend them clearly. You will then be able to make them more plainly understood by those you teach. So it's just this idea of everything tying into the two great commandments. I mean, if you think about it, the gospel isn't nearly as complex, I don't think, 
as the Mosaic Law was. But it's still pretty complex. I mean, there's a lot of programs. There's a lot of things to do. You know, I was blown away when I was bishop of all the things there is to do, all the different programs coming out, all the all the 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 things that need to be reported and everything else. There's a lot that needs to be done, and the church seems to be really focusing on trying to simplify that as much as possible. And that ties into the next thing I wanted to share, um, which was this comment from President Ballard, which is where I got the title for this episode. He says, Let's not complicate things with additional meetings, expectations, or requirements. Keep it simple. It is in that simplicity that you will f- you will find the peace, joy, and happiness I have been talking about. So he's just pleading with us again to keep things simple. Don't don't make it harder than it has to be. I mean, there are certain meetings that that we have to have in the church. You know, it would be difficult for a bishop to um, effectively lead a ward without having a bishopric meeting and a ward council meeting. Those have to happen but we don't have to add extra ones. You know, it would be difficult for um, the stake president to do so without a high council meeting, without stake presidency meetings. It would be difficult for, you know, auxiliary presidents and quorum presidents to, to do everything they need to do without meeting occasionally. But it doesn't mean we have to have a lot of them. It doesn't mean we have to add extra layers and extra complexity to make things harder. So, you know, I encourage you to think about that in your own life, you know, you know, are there ways that you're complicating things? There's the word I was looking for. You know, and ask yourself if what you're doing fits into those two great commandments. And if it doesn't, it would be worth asking yourself why you're doing it. So along those lines, I have two questions for you today. The first is, in what ways have the changes announced in the last 18 months helped us to focus more on the two great commandments? And the second is, kind of what I was talking about earlier, how can you simplify your life to focus more on the two great commandments, both spiritually and temporally? And then I want to share, in conclusion, I want to share a quote uh, from President Ballard's talk that that really struck me. And I think this is a really, really important point. It it almost feels, it ties into what he talks about, but it almost feels like it was it doesn't completely fit and it just really stuck out to me because it just really it just really hit me as I read it and as I listened to it. He says, One of my children once said, Dad, I wonder if I will ever be able to make it. I responded, All Heavenly Father asks of us is to do the very best we can each day. Brothers and sisters, do the best you can do day after day and before you know it, you will come to realize that your Heavenly Father knows you and that He loves you. And when you know that, really know it, your life will have real purpose and meaning and you will be filled with joy and peace. As I read that, I was blown away. I was really touched by the promise that He makes there. You know, basically it just says, if you do your best each day, you will come to realize that Heavenly Father knows you and that He loves you. That is an amazing promise. It's an amazing promise for simply doing the best we can each day. So I encourage you to think about that. You know, think about doing your best each day. Think about ways that you can simplify your life so that you can do your best, so you can focus more on loving God and loving your neighbor. So one final time, those two questions. Question number one, in what ways have the changes announced in the last 18 months helped us focus more on the two great commandments? 
And the second question, how can you simplify your life to focus more on the two great commandments, both spiritually and temporally? All right, that's it for today. Now, I know, I know you want to hang out with me longer, but we both have a ton of things to do today, including living the gospel and trying to be like Jesus. Cue primary children singing. I'm trying to be like Jesus. But hey, if you want to get the links to everything we talked about today, you can find it on the episodes page of everydayconversion.com. You can also do cool stuff like subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast listening platform, sign up for email notifications of new episodes, and connect with us on social media there. It's kind of like a virtual church library without the militant librarians or a piece of paper to sign out your three tiny pieces of chalk for your lesson. Also, just remember, I do my best to make sure my opinions are in line with official church doctrine, but they are just that. They're my opinions. For official doctrine and viewpoints, I recommend you go to churchofjesuschrist.org or comeuntochrist.org. 